السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم جميعا أيها المستمعين والمستمعات الحمد لله beloved listeners of Radio Islam International a warm welcome back to حياتهم طيبة with myself مؤلمة شاكرة حنجة here at Radio Islam International الحمد لله from wherever you are joining us we welcome you back it is another Monday afternoon and we are looking at the productivity show uh, alhamdulillah, our focus as always is to make sure that we are using our time constructively, effectively, and we are living lives that we will be proud of on the day of Qiyamah. Now, as mu'mineen, as believers, last week we started off and we were focusing on resetting, understanding the value of keeping our goals in mind and connecting our productivity to the life that we have as believers. Now, today we are going to look at something quite, I think, integral to the understanding of uh, productivity. Many of us, when we think of productivity, we think of the hard grind. We think of the fact that I must, you know, I must push through. I must just get it done. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether I'm enjoying myself. It doesn't matter whether this is really good for me. I must just get through to the end. And often this can lead to us not feeling that possible um, connection to what we are doing. So we have to, you know, look at it from a different perspective. And that perspective that we are going to be discussing today is how do we stay focused? We are not getting distracted, but at the same time, how are we finding joy in what we are doing? So when we look at staying focused, right? Many of us, subhanAllah, we start off our work and we start off with this, you know, I've got, I've got my planner. Last week we spoke about getting your planner, investing in a good planner, making sure it's the planner that you love, that you enjoy, that it's one that's conducive to you, you to your, your, you know, your kind of um, writing and your kind of uh, uh, outlook for the day, for the year. Um, later on, I'm going to touch on planners and, you know, the way we should be purchasing planners and what kind of planners we should be looking at. But for right now, um, when we, when you have your planner, you know, you set your goals, you have your goals, you reset it, you're feeling good, you feel fresh, you have so much you want to accomplish this year, and you make dua, inshallah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to accomplish these goals of ours. But sometimes, and I think most of us, we start off on that high, and then eventually we lose that focus, and we get distracted. And so as the year goes on, you'll find that Let's say, for example, you started off with this decision that, inshallah, this year, I'm going to start doing my hymn. And so as the year goes on, you find yourself getting distracted. And as you get distracted, you find you have a dip. And slowly but surely, you end up not getting to it and not doing exactly what it is. You know that you have the capacity and the capability of doing. And that's simply because you've got distracted, you have other things in the way, more important things. And so because of this, you lose that focus. So... These days, it is really hard to stay focused. The reality is that on a day-to-day basis, we have so much of technology. We have so much of outings. SubhanAllah, you know, in the corona period, many of us were at home. We were stuck. We were not doing anything, almost all of us. And so we had so much of time and we could do so much more. And then suddenly, you know, it just changes. We are now out in the world every week there's something that we want to go for there's a wedding happening in the family somebody has a jalsa somebody ha- and it's it, you know it's a constant whirlwind of things that need to do uh, shopping that needs to get done traveling that needs to happen and so because of this we find it more and more de- uh, challenging to stay focused and so today the the, the folk uh, the focus of our show today is how to stay focused and not get distracted and so you know the the difficulty that we find is that when we are chasing dreams and we have goals and we have all of these things that we want to do, 
and then we hit the slump points because other things seem to take over and so you find people saying you know i've always wanted to become an adiva but you know i just i started a course and i stopped the course and i started a course and i couldn't actually finish it another person well i'm i'm trying to do hips for the last 10 12 years i haven't yet gotten to the end of it and another person will say to you you know i've always wanted to learn how to paint and so subhanallah the cycle goes on and on and on now i know what happened to me a couple of years ago is that i love writing and so i always write and i write and i ramble and i write and i ramble and ramble and ramble and i write so i've written maybe three or four books that i've never published just books i've written for myself and alhamdulillah they've been very healing in that i've written them but at the same time at the same time i after a while i realized that if you're going to continue writing you're never ever going to get to a point where it's a focused piece of work where you are going to publish it and when you are going to actually bring it out as something that will benefit people and so when i understood this i understood that i have to make that decision i have to get focused and so i began writing qaribni ilayk ya qurani bring me closer to you oh my quran and subhanallah as i started writing that book i um you know it was amazing because i was just writing uh, uh, chapters upon chapters and then i realized oh my word this book can't be longer than 25 chapters you can't go more and i i was i was so in, engrossed in the you know in the academics of it and the research and the writing process that i realized that i'm not focused on my on my decision to say that this book must be published you have to you know get it out there and it was it was very difficult to cut myself off and say stop enough no more writing Now what you've got to do is you've got to get this book out there you've got to publish it you've got to do this you've got to do that you've got to go through the whole editorial process you've got to get somebody who's going to typeset your book for you edit your book for you and you know that's not the enjoyable part the enjoyable part is the writing part of it right but subhanallah to cut through that cut through that distraction of and sometimes you know the crazy thing is we get distracted by other productive things so you've got a vision you want to do this thing and something else tells you you know what but this is more important this is much more important you know it's you're not wasting time this thing is very important but in order to live a life that you know years are going by so quickly it is actually scary when we come to the end of the year and you think what have i done this year have i done something meaningful have i accomplished have i lived a life and uh, you know i was chatting to somebody a, a few years ago and this conversation stuck in my head you know it just stuck in my head she said i said to her, you know how is everything i hope everything is going well i hope you know uh, life is going well with you inshallah and allah subhanahu wa keep you all happy she said no alhamdulillah we happy you know how it is we just were cooking and going to eating going uh, cooking one meal going to the next meal cooking the next meal you know how it is this is our lives we just go from one and i was so sad when i heard that i thought i thought subhanallah that is so sad that our cooking and can can and eating more more than cooking our eating can consume so much of our life that we don't focus our energy on something productive something meaningful something that leads to impact leads to change leads to you know these massive 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 feelings of of satisfaction that yalla i have done a tiny small little thing to impact the world subhanallah and so in discussing how to stay focused and discussing how to get to our point of productivity as a whole what we are understanding is is that we are not you know we are, we, we our motivation has to be deep if the motivation is deep then we we are able to channel ourselves channel our energy channel our thoughts channel our our entire focus so that we are looking to create a system that says ya allah 
I want to be of benefit to people, benefit to myself, benefit to the entire ummah. I don't want to live a life that is not, you know, you know, not very different to the lives of animals, subhanAllah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it as such that each and every one of us, we are a benefit to people, benefit to ourselves. Nabi Sallallahu has said to us, khairun nas and fa'uhum nas, that the best of people are the people who are of benefit to other people. And in being productive, in staying to our goals, making clear goals, we can achieve this a benefit and we can achieve this fadila from this hadith inshallah right let's go into it let's dive into it so we started off where we are looking at you know the problem as a whole is that we are getting distracted and a lot of times as adults we put our children in front of us we put our husbands in front of us we put everything else which is not wrong they are our amana we have to take care of them but at the same time we have to understand that to keep our focus we have to be principled right the first thing that happens to us when we get distracted is when we find that we are doing something that we regard as too boring, right? When I say too boring, it's a lot of the time where we are not feeling like that thing is exciting or joyous enough, right? Now, I've seen people who they love, love, love reading, but then they read a book that they can't, you know, like it's too academic, they can't handle it, they put it down and they don't finish the book. And they're like, I don't understand, I read so many books, but this book, I just can't stay focused. The reason is that book is not challenging your mind. It's making you feel as if it's something that's too boring. So bring joy first and foremost into your work that you're doing. Find that joy. Now I'm going to start off at keeping focus on ilm. When you are trying to keep your focus on your studies, you cannot be studying for a certificate. You cannot be studying because you are going to be getting some kind of accolade or because everybody's doing it. So this is what I'm going to do. It's a course that I must do. No, when you tr- when you find true joy in ilm, in knowledge, whether it is your Islamic knowledge, whether it is your secular studies, when you find that joy in it, it turns you know schooling into something that you enjoy study something you, you enjoy your, your your life changes around but you have to find that leather that joy within it now subhanallah you know as i'm i'm saying speaking about this i i can picture my father you know there was his entire life he always had a book or he had a quran or he had a book or a quran you know and he would read and he would read and read and read and read and he would read for hours and he would you know at every given moment sometimes he'd be walking on the beach and he would his, his nose would be buried deep in a book and he would always want to like to, to share that is like subhanallah did you know this is what the sheikh wrote do you know this imam wrote this do you know this person said this do you know this is hadith on this and the reason the reason he could be so invested and so lost in his ilm is because he found joy in it you know sometimes we would tell him i mean just rest now you know and he'd be like rest for what you know i am resting i'm in resting while i'm studying this is something i enjoy doing and look, as a nation we don't find ourselves we find ourselves studying because it's we have to or we find ourselves studying because it's something that is uh you know oh it's 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 uh it's you know the thing to do and so because of this we don't we find ourselves disconnecting from whatever it is that we are trying to stay focused on so whether it is you know whether it is reading a book that you don't enjoy whether it's studying something that you don't enjoy whether it's you know meeting a table that you find boring how do you stay this you know one of the main reasons that you're getting distracted is because of this then another reason could it's because it's it's really hard it's something difficult so because you are unable to pass it and you know this 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 point for me it's something so so personal because i recently have i've been teaching my students and 
subhanallah, you know, I find this so fascinating, like so fascinating. I've got students who are, you know, older students. They've been, they were lawyers. Now they're moms at home. One was a, a teacher. Now she's, you know, at home, she's um, retired. We've got a dentist. We've got, uh, you know, different from different fields. We've got alimas. We've got different people studying right now. And, you know, they came, they comes to these points where everything seems so hard. Things are so difficult. Things are so challenging. And so when they hit those those moments, you know, it could, and I can understand. I mean, if you have three kids, four kids, you've got work to do, you've got homework to do, you've got so much running, so much to do. And what you are at that point to, to say, you know what, I am fatigued. I have no time for myself. I, I you know, I've got my, my to-do lists are never ending. And then you say, it does not matter. I'm still going to push through. I'm still going to push through. I'm going to get my focus and I'm going to, and subhanAllah, I've seen this in these ladies. And I, I really make a lot of dua for them. May Allah subhanahu wa grant them all that they desire because that ability to push through when things are not going as easily as you would like it to, when, thing, when, when the challenge is getting much more difficult, at that particular time, I would say at that time, it is the time for you to say, how do I keep my focus? Then, you know, one other important thing that, you know, takes away and, and we're just going through the reasons and the things that, that takes away our, our our attention. One is, subhanAllah, <laughs> it's all the lovely, lovely, little, lovely little things that grab our attention. And number one, our phone. And so when you are trying to accomplish something, I, you know, there's two ways to do it. If you need to study and you're constantly reaching for your phone, study on your phone you know if you need to read a book and you find yourself putting it down and checking the messages do it on the phone do it on the technology that's one way if you can't do that make sure that you are nowhere near your phone and we don't even realize the amount of times that we really lean over reach for our phone and check, read messages check our our you know and and in the other day i was just i was sitting with a group of people and it is shocking you know how people go I was, I was sitting and I was watching this happening around me. Everybody's like going from Instagram to, 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 to TikTok to Twitter to Instagram to TikTok to Twitter. You're checking what's happening. There is any update here. Is there any update here? And subhanAllah, I just thought like, you know, the amount of dopamine that's hitting us, that is why we find it so difficult to actually stay focused and finish something. So there has to be this, this, intention, this very intentional way of looking at this. I need to get through this. I want to do my hiv. I want to finish this. Um, Okay, so now we've focused on a few of the reasons of why we are getting distracted. There are many other reasons. Uh, I think a huge one for us as ladies is that we tend to put our family, we put all the things that we need in front of ourselves and over and above ourselves. Right, so now we come to the important question is how? How do we get, get how do we stay focused? How do we keep ourselves in that mind frame of, you know what, this is good for me, even though I might be drowning in everything else, even though it might be so easy to say, I'll just back out, right? Now, when you are um, going through difficulties and when you are constantly distracted from your goals, the first thing that you have to do is embrace those distractions. Now, you might... Um, you might think, you know, what are you saying? Why well, are you you saying keep focused, but you're saying, okay, now enjoy all the distractions. Okay, the first one is you get these distractions that are good for you. They're welcome distractions. You're busy, you're really caught up in life. Everything's difficult. Somebody messages you, how are you keeping? What's happening? I, you know, I haven't heard from you. That's a good distraction. That person is, you know, that can help you get through that, that period of slump, right? Uh, you might, you might even, 
you, you, you're in the house, you're trying to study, and you think, you know what, let me just go outside, let me take a walk in the garden, let me go and get some sunlight. That is a welcome distraction. So these little things, these little things that are positive, you know, going outside, making sure you are doing your exercise, you're stopping to talk to somebody, you're enjoying those distractions, hugging your children, having a good laugh or run through the house. Those are very good distractions that help you to become a better version of yourself. But what is the, the, the distraction that you have to worry about? is the little ping, the ping that pulls your attention away. That phone call from, you know, those spam phone calls that just get you and throw your whole concentration off. You're busy studying and somebody gets to the door, you got to get up, go, your whole focus is gone. Um, you are busy working and then, uh, you, you know, you're getting through your work, you're trying to get everything done, somebody pulls your attention. So when you are looking at it from this point of view that you know every day i have to stop at a certain time because i have to spend time with my kids you can look at that as a burden you can look at that as oh no i don't ever get a chance to do anything for myself oh you know i'm so busy or you can look at it from the opposite point of view and the opposite point of view is that i get a chance to spend time with them and oh this is such a lovely distraction i was having such a busy day i had so much on my plate this is a welcome distraction but when your phone is going ping 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 then you must say, okay, let me be proactive about this. This is an unwelcome distraction. This is a distraction that's actually taking me away from my productivity. So what you have to do is make sure that you mute, make sure that you are proactive, that you are not getting a message from uh, you know so many groups. Archive groups, archive them. Put them to the back, especially if you're on WhatsApp. Archive them so that you are not constantly bombarded with information when you're not ready to consume that information. Now, that's a whole topic on another, for another day. But for right now, take them and put them at the back. You know, put them at the back so you know that they are not in any way, shape or form affecting or impacting your thought processes, your your your, your ability to stay focused and your, your joy of what you're doing. You know, this is the thing that, that we don't realize is that when we're trying to stay focused, you really enjoy something. So I'm going to give you an example. I love baking bread. I love it. I, I, I can bake bread every day. I love making fatahir. I love making, today I made bagels. I made, uh, you know, anything but the bagel seasoning bagels. It was divine, subhanAllah, right? I love the process of making bread, right? So it's like the, 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 the taking the starter, building the starter up, making sure that it's it's rising, making sure that the, the temperature is right, making sure the bread, and I, I, I gift gift it to friends and family. I love making fatair, which is the Arab bread with the za'atar and the olive oil on the top. And it is divine, it's lovely, it's a lovely gift to give to people. But the process is obviously a long one. You know, the process that you make it is a long one, it's a consuming one. So I find that, you know, I get, I love the getting lost in that process. So one of the great, you know, my, my joys is just like, it's in my head, it feels like I'm, I'm like, you know, in, in Italy somewhere and, you know, just doing the dough. I have a machine, I, I don't, I, you know, I prefer doing by hand because I feel it comes out so much more differently. And so we enjoy the process of it. Now, while I'm busy doing that, right, sometimes, you know, somebody phones and, and they ask, Malima, we want to ask you for some advice. My entire focus shifts then, right? I go into mode of, of, okay, how can I help another sister? What can we do? What can, how can we assist? What can we do? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, subhanAllah, that entire thing now turns from, it turns from me being in, having a moment of joy. I mean, to another person that, are you mad? You can just go to the shop and buy bread. You know, this is, this doesn't make sense. Bread is such a tire, tiresome effort. Like, you know, just go and purchase it. It's so cheap. 
but the but the the, the actual you know process brings me so much of joy i enjoy the, the the outcome of it i enjoy the 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 you know the ability to like up myself you know did it come out better than the last time was it was the 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 you know the, the permeability was it better etc 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 so you can you can hear you can get caught up in it right uh, many years ago i used to love making cheese but well, i think in south africa we've got alhamdulillah we've got all the options but you can enjoy a process and then something can come in and make that process unenjoyable and this is something that you have to guard guard when you are trying to study guard it when you are trying to do anything keep your focus don't allow people and don't allow distractions to take you away from something that you're enjoying you can you know when i teach the, uh, uh, in my classes i get so lost in my class it's something that I, i just cannot explain to you the amount of joy it brings to me and subhanallah what happens is as i'm as i'm finished teaching and as i'm going through that process of teaching i actually uh if somebody calls me at that time or somebody comes to talk to me at that time it shifts my entire focus and distracts me from the outcome and from what i would like to do so taking hold of the distractions of phone calls that are going on and on and on and on sometimes you know and we're all guilty of this which we speak for could be could we have whatsapp calls we have zoom calls which can be so cheap so you don't have a cutoff point and this is something that we need to learn that there should be a cutoff point a cutoff point when it comes to our when it comes to our uh, our you know our our distractions that are taking us away from things that can truly bring us joy and the ability to connect right Now if we move on uh you know I'm I was speaking about it earlier you know like not not allowing your distractions and bringing in joy the the I think a key element when it comes to to accomplishing anything in our lives when it comes to a book when it comes to anything now this is going to take me back you know down memory lane but I was just chatting to my husband the other day and I was remembering the way we had subhanallah you know when i was writing my book we were driving up and down to caracas through the jungle and it was the most <laughs> roller coaster of a ride like i cannot explain to you how crazy the car was swerving through the jungle and i had my laptop on my knees in the car and I had the baby next to me and I was literally typing my book out and and it was it was so mad that like I could have just put my laptop away and not typed it but it was something about those drives that was just you know it was unlocking these words and it was making me enjoy that process of putting the words together in those moments of you know like of of travel and difficulty challenge but at the same time it was bringing about a very deep connection to my work so when you are doing anything when you optimize the ability to enjoy what you are doing when you are looking at everything that you're doing and you don't look at it through the lenses of i have to uh it's you know it's so difficult uh you know i've got to study if i get to i get to study i get to lose myself in worlds that are so amazing i get to travel to imam bukhari's time i get to go through subhanallah uh, you know imam nawawi rahmatullahi get his his you know his his mind and go into his mind as i read his 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 work as I get to travel to the times of the tabi'een to the times of the sahaba this this is something that you know it's it's invaluable it's invaluable but when you when you optimize yourself to find the joy in it when you stop that whole mind frame of i am doing this because i have to do it because i can't say no because it's difficult so once you turn that mind frame around once you turn that mind frame around subhanallah your entire 
focus moves in only one direction. And what is that direction? Your focus is that I will find my sort of, uh, you know, like, you know, when you're writing a book and you get this beautiful picturesque description of, of a lady walking down the street and then, you know, the cobbled pathways and then you find that the, the sky is so brilliantly blue. You can hear the seagulls in the background and she hobbles along looking for a lovely coffee shop. You find, you, can you hear the beauty in that description? You can attach that to your own life. If you look at your life and you look at it from the lenses of this description that can make you get lost, this description that can sort of make you literally feel like you are in the pages of a book. It's when you look at your opportunities of life as opportunities and you look at it as, as ways to connect to what you're doing, subhanAllah. Whew, I'm getting so lost and you can see, you can hear of the joy that I find in doing this, subhanAllah, may Allah subhanAllah accept it. Now, one other way that, you know, when it comes to you, uh, ensuring that you are uh, keeping your focus, you are enjoying what you are doing, you are getting to the end of what you are doing, but not just to finish it, but to find that permanent impact in your life. I think one of the most important things that you've got to do is control your environment. And when you, when you think about controlling your environment, where are you doing what you are doing? This is so incredibly important. When I teach, I teach in the madrasa with the doors open, overlooking my garden. It immediately puts me in this positive mind frame. You know, it puts me in this feeling of, subhanAllah, it's just, it just connects you to nature. It connects you to these little tiny birds. You see them running around, uh, you know, doing all of the most craziest of things. I love it. I love being there because as I'm, as I'm looking at them, I'm reminded of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If I teach and I'm holed up in a room where it's, you know, it's closed up, I can't look out and not doing that. I find myself not being able to connect. And recently I was speaking to my, my, my students and I said to them, um, you know, we were doing a workshop and we were speaking about how students, they always memorize their hives in places that they don't, they don't find joy in. And so when you look at the Sahaba, the stories of them reciting and performing their salah in their gardens, you know, that beautiful story of the Sahabi who was performing his salah and getting distracted by the birds flying around him, right? You all know the story, you all remember the story. And the reality is that they took their salah that they love to places that they love. And so your environment is so important. Set it up, make your desk beautiful, put your flowers on the table, go outside, clip some flowers from the from the garden, put it into a vase, put it into your, onto your table, put your timetable, stick your timetable onto the wall, make sure that you have the setup that you are, you know, this is where I study. This is where I, you know, I, I, I'm not just, my books are not just everywhere. I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I have a place that depicts that, that shows that joy. Now, subhanAllah, you know, when it comes to, to clutter on your desk or clutter in your, wherever it is, I'm, I'm giving the example of studying. If you are focused on a kitchen, if you're focused on, on, on like me, making your bread, You've got to make your, 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 you know, your, your, your surfaces, make them clean. Make, make sure that you have all your things available, easily available. Right. Now we come back, come to, I think, a very important one. And that is how, when we are trying to stay focused. Remember the question we are asking today is how do I keep my focus? One of it is deliberately manage your time. The, don't do this thing of saying, I'm going to leave it to whenever and wherever and however. No. You've got to set out your time. What is it that you want to accomplish, when you want to accomplish, how you want to accomplish it, why you want to accomplish, 
everything must be there you block out time this is so for example right now i am doing my show this is a you know a mandatory time two to three every day i have this time blocked out it's my time where i connect where i you know do my show i have to obviously do prep for the show so i've got time blocked out for that time blocked out for my my muraja uh, my door then you've got time blocked out for your teaching time blocked out for it has to be something that you are you are very proactive about you are not saying to yourself that i'm going to be on a noose and being led by by the ups and downs and the you know the curves and the and everything else of life you have to ask yourself what is the time that i you know give to my children what is the time that i dedicate to food what is the dedicate the time i dedicate to whatever else it is so i we've spoken about this many many times you know time blocking making sure that you are setting out that time for the major things that you want to do we also said you know making sure you have one massive priority for the day that must be your priority today i must get this done irrespective of a b or c i need to get this particular thing done and so you know these techniques are quite simple but what it does is it makes us understand something quite important that distractions are going to be there responsibilities are going to be there but if you truly want to focus on getting through and and achieving anything you have to ensure that you are putting in the active active tools and resources in place to say ya allah i want to finish my hijz in one year i've got to do what it takes to get it done i want to um you know become an alima when i'm 50 years old i need to do what it takes i need to make sure that i'm focused i need to take out all the distractions i want to learn how to knit i want to learn how to sew whatever it is it's it's about not leaving it for you know those moments where it might happen where i might get it done and it's all about saying let me take back the control jazakallah khair for joining me today muallima shakira hanta signing off from hayatun tayyiba it is monday and we are focusing on productivity as always i hope inshallah you will send me some of your productivity tips i would really love to hear from you all it is shakira.hunter@gmail.com please email me with your productivity tips that we can share and inshallah it can be a benefit to our listeners out there barakallahu feekum inshallah i'll join you next monday from 2 to 3 pm on the productivity show assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Beloved listeners of Radio Islam International Welcome back to Hayatun Tayyiba With myself, Mu'alima Shakira Hanja Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah We are really grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For our productivity show Where we learn tips and tricks Insha'Allah to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But at the same time To develop our understanding Of how to live lives of great, great conviction Maqsad purpose and most importantly connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are truly you know in the show looking at how to make the most of every moment now today you know in the second part of the show we are looking at tips and tricks that people who are successful who use productivity tips that they are con- constantly adhere to a few tips inshallah in the section we always focus on the tips for the day the first tip and the most important one we want to discuss is the morning routine that you and i have 
Now, when you look at successful people, you never find them just rolling out of bed at any time. You don't look, you know, look at them. You don't see them just waking up tired and drained and waking up late or whatever time. There's always a purpose to it. You know, there is purpose to it. There's structure to it. Now, you might be sitting at home with your mom, you might be going to work, you might be a dad, you might be a student, you might be a sister who's, you know, looking after younger siblings, you, are, you might be yourself at university, etc. If you are looking for success and to bring in some kind of focused productivity in your life, the most important thing would be a morning routine. Now, the way we set our mornings out will make or will set the tone for the rest of the day. So we have to make sure that that morning counts. Now, Alhamdulillah, our deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us the ability that, you know, we have to wake up with the salah, we have to wake up for Qiyamul Layl, we have to wake up for our Fajr salah as well. And so we have to ensure that we set a reasonable time, set the alarm, be very, very, very concerted and very dedicated in this effort saying this is the time that I will wake up and this is the time that I will start my day and it will give you enough time to so make sure it's reasonable for yourself if you have a if you have a very very busy work schedule if you have a lot of responsibilities make sure you have it's a reasonable time you don't want to be getting up at two o'clock and you've got to then be awake from two o'clock right until eight nine o'clock when you're going to work so make sure that if you can if you feel like you need to wake up for qiyamulayl then you go back to sleep that's also okay but your focus has to be that the hour is reasonable enough that it, that it does not affect your work why because when we are too irrational in our planning uh, of our morning routine, then this leads to fatigue and then we cannot keep up with it. So we start off one day and then we, we get off the bandwagon and then we are, you know, we are unable to do it after that. So first and foremost, make sure that it's a reasonable time. Make sure that you are starting off your day with ibadah and you add it into that moment right so you've got your morning routine alhamdulillah when we look at rasulullah's morning routine it was sincerely you know the one of the the best i would say the best morning routine and the first thing that he would do is you know he would not rush and i think this is something that many of us do we get up in the morning and the first thing we do is we rush and we jump out of bed and we try to attack the day we try to run we try to get all of the things that we can get you know to to get things done as quickly as possible Whereas Rasulullah would get up and he would lay on his bed. And this was, you know, in a beautiful hadith of his nephew who explained this that Rasulullah laid on his bed and he didn't actually move. He would lay and he would recite the ayat of Surah Al Imran, uh, most certainly in the creation of the skies and the earth and, uh, and the alternation of the day and the night, they are, they are they're truly signs for those who believe. Those, sorry, the, uh, for those of intelligence. So we see that there was a, quite a concerted effort to be or um, a very intent, uh, 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 or a lot of intent to slow down, to start the day without rush. Now many of us, and myself included, I jump out of bed and just, you know, on the move and get done. But subhanAllah, this allows me to lay down, you know, relax a little bit and then head slowly into the day. Get up, make wudu, perform your qiyamulayl if you're getting up once for the day. Some people might get up, make the hajj, then go back to sleep. And then, subhanAllah, 
you know, start off with your with your Fajr Salah, your, your Quran, in your Ma'mulat for the day, and then you start structuring it around that. I think one of the most important things with your morning routine must be sunlight in and uh, sunlight and movement early in the morning. So it's your 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 Quran, your, your Tahajjud Salah, your Fajr Salah, your morning and evening du'as, your Adhkar of the morning, your morning Quran recitation. Now some people might read all the Ma'mulats, you know, that they have to do the Adhkar in the morning and then leave the Quran recitation for later on, or if you have time. Now you must remember, if you're getting up at about quarter to four, at right now, depending on the time of Fajr, then you've got to write until six o'clock to get all of your Qira'ah, all of your, you know, get your morning structured and focused. You know what time you are leaving home, so you are able then to, to you know, to make sure that enough time is put in for Salah itself, for recitation of Quran, for Azkar, and then for and the actual physical part of it, which is your movement, your exercise, your, your sitting and making tafakkur and the dabbur, just sitting and pondering over the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, at this time, you know, a lot of us, the mistake that we make is we get up and immediately we reach for our phones. And it is in reaching for our phones that we sometimes, you know, we, we cripple ourselves because we, you know, we think that the phone is going to take our, you know, full, full our t- attention, etc. But we don't realize the amount of time that it then pulls from our day. So once you've set yourself up, alhamdulillah, you know, then you, you, you've got your time for your breakfast, you've got your time for your leaving time. So if you're leaving home at 7 a.m., you know you've got a good solid three hours of ibadah, work, bathing, changing, eating, all of this a very extremely structured program for your morning and subhanAllah there is value to it. I was speaking to a, a, a very close friend of mine and subhanAllah she just started doing hifz early in the morning and so added to her morning routine she only starts work at half past eight so she knows you know from Fajr until half past eight over all this time so she goes to madrasa early in the morning for hifz from four to six and then starts her day with her eating etc etc and her prep for the day. So you know once you structure it alhamdulillah you're setting yourself up so that you are benefiting but when you are leaving it and you are saying that you know I I'm, I'm just go- going to make lunches I'm just going to cook the, make the breakfast so what happens then is your ibadah gets pushed to the back and your actual you know focus of the the morning gets gets completely and totally left out the second quality the second tip that we are going to focus for today oh and sorry before I forget one important morning tip is the kinds of du'as that you are using in the morning sets you up for your day you know, if you want to have a day that's negative and your mind is negative and you are completely and totally, you know, exhausted the whole day, then that mind frame of, um, you know, that this, so sometimes we have this mind frame of, uh, I, you know, I have to do this, I've got to do that, I've got so much on my plate. That mind frame, if you want to change it, start your day with saying, Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'ma aw bi ahadin min khalqik fa minka wahdak la sharika lak fa laka alhamdu wa laka shukru kullu. Oh Allah. I have not begun my day today with any favor or any person in my life except that I, I am aware that it is all from you and Ya Allah there is no one besides you. This is you know admittance of, of the gratitude that you feel to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that which he has blessed you and I in our lives and that immediately sets you up for a different kind of day. You know Alhamdulillah for my children, Alhamdulillah for my family, Alhamdulillah for the every little tiny thing and then you start off and you'll see you know preparing breakfast for those people becomes a different uh, relationship 
nature for them because you are enjoying serving them. You are looking at it as an act of gratitude and not as an act of responsibility. And it's not something that is drowning you, but something that is making you flourish. Now, the second tip that we are going to focus on today, Alhamdulillah, when we are looking at uh, uh, people who live productive lives, successful lives, the first one we spoke about is having a structured morning routine. Secondly, the, the act of prioritization. Now this is something very, very, very important. For success, you have to know what your priorities are. We have to understand that whether it is basic everyday tasks, whether it is huge tasks, we cannot allow ourselves to get drowned or to drown ourselves into tasks that, can, that, that, are, not, that are, are supposed to be there to ensure that we live and not to make us live for those tasks. Now this is very, very important, right? Um, things that are high impact, things that are stressful, things that are difficult to do. If you want to, you know, we sometimes say, you know, I, I'd rather just do the easy things now and do that later. Actually, if you want to set yourself up for success, you have to start off with the most difficult things that you have to face in the day. Start off your day with this. You know, it allows you to stay focused. When your fatigue is setting in, you're still able to be productive. And also it's not as taxing, it's not as mentally taxing, it's not so challenging. And alhamdulillah, you will notice that whether it comes to your business, whether it comes to your home, whatever it is, prioritize the most important thing, the most difficult thing, and you start off at that point. So many of us, you know, subhanAllah, we might um, prioritize getting the house clean, the cooking done, getting all of those little things, and then we say, then I will study, and then I will do this. And that is actually, um, you know, it's, it's actually a challenging one because you are allowing your mind to get to fatigue level when you are doing the thing that's supposed to create most impact. And so that is why, if you look at the way our ibadah starts, our day starts with ibadah, so that, there's a, that, that we are prioritizing our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this, this rule of prioritizing is something incredibly important that you and I have to see how do we bring it into our lives, prioritizing our relationships with our, with our ibadah, prioritizing our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, prioritizing our, our own needs and our own you know, fulfillment of those needs, prioritizing very, very importantly how we are developing ourselves. So within our day, we're structuring it. So today, we're not speaking too much about schedules. Inshallah, next week, we will focus a little bit more on schedules as well. But for right now, our productivity tip for today, first one is a structured, uh, a structured morning routine. And our second one is the act of prioritization. So as a mom, you know, you get caught up in rounds. You get caught up in, in all the different rounds that you have to send out. You, you have to take your kids to the school, you know, th pick up drop-offs, etc., 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 which is all part and parcel of your day. But prioritize. Don't delay. Especially if cooking is something very big and something important. Prioritize it at the beginning of the day so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows you and allows me to do something quite important. And what is that, beloved listeners? Is that we are not working from a point of fatigue. We are working from a point of where we understand... Um, we understand the, the impact of the time that we have. We value the way that we use our time, right? And subhanAllah, you will find, you know, as, as you do this, as you slowly get to this point of structure, first and foremost, and prioritizing, you will not leave yourself to just move with the day and move in any direction. Now, alhamdulillah, this brings us to the end of Hayatun Tayyibah, this beautiful Monday afternoon. I hope you are all enjoying yourselves wherever you might be, preparing for the new school here, 
here and alhamdulillah the moms are running around getting all this stuff and i've been hearing over and over and over these children need to get back to school they are tiring us these children need to get back to school and subhanallah you know when you when you uh, uh, when you understand the importance of these moments how quickly they might go by the, how fleeting they might be as much as you are drowning in it right now Take the time to enjoy those moments. Take the time to spend time with them, to enjoy them, be in Ta'ala. And, you know, there's an important uh, dua that I want you to, to, to learn today and end off the show with this dua. When we, even, we send our children off to learn, you know, the, 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 the biggest question must be, Allahumma inni as'aluka, or the biggest dua must be, Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'a. Oh Allah, I am asking you for beneficial knowledge. That Allah takes your children to grant them this beneficial knowledge. Allah grant them accepted uh, uh, actions for myself, this dua is for yourself, and you can make it for your children. وَرِزْقًا حَلَالًا طَيِّبًا And sustenance that is completely pure, halal, and pure itself. Now, indeed, now this dua is so important when it comes to our children comes to ourselves because that is the whole purpose of them going to school right is that there is some benefits it's not just about getting them out of our homes getting them away from our homes where keeping them busy allowing them to be you know doing whatever they do so they're not troubling me out of our hair no the, the fact is that we want it to be such knowledge that is beneficial and that brings actions and good actions into, into their lives and inshallah in the future will, that will give them risk that is halal and qayyib so as a parent you know make your intention and make your intention big this year inshallah that it's not just about driving my kids to school it's not just about taking them up and down but it's, it's about looking at it from a different perspective and that perspective is how can we gain the most of this journey of ilm how can we create a journey that is ultimately you know uh, cementing our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and building that barakallah fikum jazakallah khair everyone for joining me today we will chat again next week monday on the productivity show tomorrow afternoon as normal we'll continue with our um, uh, our, our, our daily slot from 2 to 3 p.m from myself malima shakira hunter and my team from radio sam international jazakallah khair for all the assistance to my engineers and inshallah we'll chat again next week assalamu alaikum ورحمة الله وبركاته